What's up, guys? This is the Life of a Chimney Sweep podcast, and I'm your host, Sean Kramer. All right, well, let's get into it. Uh, real quick, I just want to say thank you so much for um, listening listening in to my last week's uh, podcast, my first podcast. I really didn't know how it was going to go. I didn't know how it was going to turn out. And I'm kind of blown away by the, the feedback feedback I've gotten so far. Uh, just, yeah, yeah, just completely surprised and, and very thankful. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping that this week will be a little bit smoother. Uh, I want to apologize for, for last week. I I know it was a little long and I was kind of rambling uh, and the production wasn't all that great. Hoping to kind of improve that as we go along. But I do want to say that, um, yeah, I had just kind of set up my equipment, uh, plugged everything in, hit the record button, just went for it. I kind of had an outline and I didn't adhere to it at all. I uh, It was totally off the cuff and... And you know I'm okay with that because that's that's me that that was that was all me and just what came to my mind and just kind of speaking freely and um and I was just kind of real that's just who I am uh it wasn't perfect and and I'm okay with that cuz I know that it's going to get better with time and hopefully this will improve and and uh and uh I'll kind of streamline things and and make it make it sound better and have more of a structure so yeah, let's jump into that. So this week, I've got a bit of a structure uh, to this podcast. So I'm going to talk about um, this week's struggles that I've been through. Uh, this this week was really difficult on a lot of different levels um, within our business and, and personally. Uh, I've got a business topic I'm going to talk about, which is the title of this podcast, Why Should You Grow? Um I'm going to talk about, uh, it's a sweep thing, which, which I'll get to, but it's more or less just what, uh, some, some unique things that chimney sweeps do or have to deal with. Um, I've got a public service announcement. I'm going to talk about, uh, a book that I've been reading and, uh, I've got a dumb as me, what I did dumb this week, and then some goals that I'm going to try and set for myself for this next week, things I want to accomplish. So, um, I I got a bit of an outline, and I was going to start it with the business topic first, um, but I decided to kind of change it up last minute because um, I realized that what really uh, really is important to me about this podcast this week is the struggles I had to go through. Um, in this last week. Uh, I mean, this is all very important. I hope it's very important, um, stuff. Uh, I, 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 uh, I just feel that, um, yeah, I need, I need to talk first about what, what's been going on. Um, so I, uh, I had a lot of failures, uh, kind of come up in this last week. Um, that that I've had uh, for the business, and I I just wasn't really um, I think aware of a lot of things, and and kind of became aware of a lot of things, and highlighted a lot of my failures um, as a person, and as a business owner, a manager, and and so on and so forth, um, and I'll, I guess I'll start with um, the first thing, my first big failure of the week was I really failed my employees this week. 
Um, or rather, I have been failing them. Um, I've always thought myself as someone who really cares and and is a good listener and and builds good relationships and takes care of of my employees and, and the people around me. But um, this week, I learned that I'm not very good at any of those things. Um, and and it's been really tough kind of acknowledging that and and coming to terms with that um it's kind of hit really deep for me and it's been a real struggle um because again i i feel i have been very good about those things um but i i kind of want to start first with care um care uh for someone or something has kind of taken on a, a whole new meaning to me this week. You know, um, I thought I really did care about my employees, and I feel I do. The feeling is there, um, and I say it, but I don't really show it. And that's kind of a big part of caring is that you show that you care. And if you don't show that you care, how are the people around you supposed to see that? You know, they they can't feel what you feel and. And even though you say it, um, most people react to your actions. Um, you know, that's how they uh, internally respond to things is, the, is people's actions or reactions to things around them. So um, I want to I just, I, so I looked up the definition of care because I was really struggling with this one. I'm like, okay, I feel like care and I say that I care, but it's not enough. And so... Um, here is the definition of care. So, the provision of what is necessary for the health, welfare, maintenance, and protection of someone or something. So, there it is. Um, the definition of care. So, in a sense, it's providing, um, you know, what is necessary for someone's health or welfare or their maintenance um, or their protection. Um, and, and again, I, I haven't been doing a very good job of that for really anyone, um, for those closest to me, uh, for my employees, um, for, to an extent for my clients as a, as a business owner, um, I haven't really been, been doing that. Uh, and I think a big part of that is I, I haven't prioritized the things I care about or the people I care about. And I think I care too, too much. <laughs> now that sounds a little odd, but uh, I think I care too much in the sense that I try and help as many people as I can. I try and help everyone. And in turn, I think what that does is it takes away from the people that are closest to me. Um, and I think that's where that prioritization gets lost. You know, I'll... I'll uh, come across someone I don't know or that I just met or that's a, that's a client and I'll put them before, you know, people I do care about and, and, um, and that doesn't, it just kind of it hit me this week and I realized that that's not right, that that's not how it should be. Um, you know, I think as far as prioritization goes for care, um, you know, it's different for everyone, of course, um, but I think this week I learned that for me, really what truly is important um, and what, what my prioritization should be is my family, um, my wife and my kids, uh, my siblings. Um, 
and and my extended family too. Um, you know, my my the people I consider my family. Um, I have a number of friends that I include in my family as well, and and I feel that they really should be what's first. That's who I should be caring for first. Um, I think the next uh, cat or not category, but the next. Um, on my prioritization list would be my employees. Um, as a business owner, I think caring for your employees is really important. And it's something if you're not doing, you should do. You really should. Um, you really shouldn't be in business for for money or self-growth. I mean, you certainly can be, but I, to really make a difference in the world, I think I think you've got to be in business for something more than just those things. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit later as we dive into this week's subject with why should you grow uh, or start a business. But um, I think caring is, is extremely important in uh, this world. And so caring for your employees can just really do a lot. It can really strengthen your business, I think. It can really um, develop a uh, a relationship of trust and and really kind of help guide them, you know, and, and grow them as individuals um, and hopefully help them grow within your business too, you know, showing them care and trying to help them reach their goals, you know, life goals and, and business goals or, or career goals. Um, so, yeah, I think it's an, extremely important to care for your employees. Um, and then the next is maybe your clients if you have if you're a business owner um or other people around you acquaintances or random people or whatever but uh for me on my prioritization list i would say my clients are my next uh as far as caring and i think there's a level there too that goes even deeper as far as business goes is well do you care for all of your clients equally well I, to a sense yes but i think i think you need to prioritize your clients even, you know, who, who are the people that really want your business? Who are the people that really care about your business and are thankful for it? You know, I mean, hopefully your, your business is providing a good service and, you know, you're helping people and, you know, you want to take, take the people that uh, respect that and, and appreciate that. And I think that client right there is the person you should be caring about first, you know, um, and, and, you know, because we, <laughs> in a business and customer service and the service industry, we're dealing with difficult people all the time. And some are very rude. Some people don't show care. Some, some people don't show respect. Um, they're very mean to your employees. Uh, they're mean to you, disrespectful and rude and so on and so forth. And I don't feel that maybe those people deserve the same kind of care. Sure, we've got to still provide them a service and we've got to be professional because I think that's what a good business should do. But um, that doesn't mean that we need to bend over backwards for them and put the clients that have held true and, and shown loyalty and respect to you um, should, should suffer, you know, putting them last or putting them aside because, you know, that they're not going to you know, mind or something like that. I mean, that when I think we really dive into, you know, what's caring and, and showing care to your clients, I think, I think it's important to prioritize that too. Um, so with care, um, yeah, I've just really, really learned a lot about this, that this week. And through that, um, 
relationships and how important relationships are. Um, a little over a week ago, um, I was listening to a podcast. Uh, it was uh, Jerry Eisenhower and his wife Cheryl and and, and Brandy uh, with the CVC Success Group. Um, they've got, I think it's called the Fireplace and Chimney um, Network uh, podcast, and uh, they were doing kind of an or had a guest on uh, Bob Ferrari, and he was kind of talking about the things he would tell himself when he was younger and. Um, you know, his life and his journey as a chimney sweep. Uh, if you haven't listened to it for, for the chimney sweeps or just just people in general, I, I suggest looking it up, checking it out. You can find it on the CVC uh, Facebook group, I imagine, or again, it's a podcast, so you can check it out on the various podcast um, places. And uh, it was interesting. He was talking about a lot of, lot of he's given a lot of advice and a lot of things that, um, you know, are important to him. And the thing that stood out to the to me the most was relationships and how important those are. And, and that's, I think, uh, you know, care, I think, uh, ties in with that very much. And, you know, having a good relationship with someone, I think, has a certain level of caring. And, and to build a relationship, I think the care has to, you know, evolve and grow as well. Um, and, um, yeah, so... And I, I feel like I've kind of, um, I've, I've been very bad at maintaining or, or trying to grow uh, my relationships with my employees. Um, you know, we're, we're in the busy season right now in the chimney sweep world, and things are really busy and crazy, and stress levels are high. Um, my business in particular has had a, a lot of struggles. You know, we've lost three employees recently, and, and when you're in the middle of the busy season, and when that's half of your, that was actually more than half of our technician force. As a small business, it, it's really hard. Um, and with all the change and growth that we've been trying to implement and do and, and essentially kind of try and make our business better um, for our clients and for our employees, I really kind of um, took a lot of things for granted, took my employees for granted, and, and I think there was a lot less care um, there and the and the relationships were just kind of faltering. I wasn't thinking about them and what their needs are and what their cares are too. I think that's another big part of caring for someone is is learning what they care about and kind of focusing on that. My mom actually, um, she used to tell me that this when I was a lot younger and and you know to love someone you've you've got to care what they care about you know and and. Um, and I think that's really true. I've kind of held on to that, but I feel I've lost sight of that recently. And so I'm going to try and do better. <laughs> Again, it's been a really hard emotional week for me and um, a, a lot of learning. Um, another a quick thing to another uh, difficulty or failure um, I've had this week was listening. <laughs> I thought of, I've always been a good listener. I've always said, oh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm good at listening. If you ever need anything, just, you know, hit me up. I can, I can listen, and, you know, I'm happy to talk to people, and I like helping people, you know, get through difficult situations. I feel that I, I can help kind of guide them through difficult situations in, in life because I feel I've been through a number of them. And, and man, am, am I 
wrong. I'm not a good listener. I really am not. And again, um, you know, this week my employees kind of showed me that, uh, you know, when there's a problem or an issue that would come up and, and uh, we would talk about it, you know, we started doing these monthly reviews or we would, you know, talk about things that were going on. I wasn't always really, li- or I wasn't listening to what really was th- their issues. I was just kind of, you know, I'd listen, but then I would, I would respond with what I felt the issues were um, with my own unspoken, just kind of, internal perceptions you know I you know they would say one thing you know about a situation and I you know would think oh well you know because I would have done something differently or I don't think that was handled the best way that you know this is this is what the solution to that is but that's all that was that's all based off of my own issues and thoughts um not theirs and and I realized this week that that that's wrong as well. I mean, if, if we're truly going to listen to someone and listen to their problems, we need to, we need to understand what they're saying. Um, and, and I wasn't doing that. I wasn't listening to what their issues were, their concerns. And I was kind of shooting them down without intending to. I mean, I, (laughs) I most certainly didn't want to be doing that, but that's what I was. And I, and I hurt them. Um, which really hurt me, you know, because it's not what I intended to do. Um, (laughs) But it's what I was doing, and I just didn't know it um, until this last week. And and it was it was a hard blow. It was a hard thing to acknowledge. And and it took me a minute to to realize that too. I didn't realize it right away. Um, I kind of had to wade through again my own personal uh, issues and realizations and perceptions. And so, um, my only um, so my thoughts on listening is just really take a step back and and don't don't cloud what you're hearing with your own thoughts just listen and pay attention to what they're saying and how they're saying it whoever you're talking to whether it be family friends employees uh some random stranger and if you don't understand what they're trying to get across, you know, ask them and 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 communicate with them. Because um, that, I think, kind of ties in with caring. You know, if you can uh, take that time and make that effort to listen to them and figure out what they're really going through and what their struggles are, what their concerns are, what their worries are, that's how you're really going to be able to care for them and help them is... is being better about understanding them. So that those were some of my failures this week. Um, I, I had a lot of other ones too. I mean, um, I feel I fail a lot, especially right now as I'm learning more and, I, you know, between reading books and listening to podcasts and trying to change things, it's like, oh man, I really failed there and I failed there and and I, I need to do better here and, and whatnot. You know, we had our, our Christmas party this, this uh, weekend and this last weekend. And, uh, you know, it was, it was fun and it was great. We had great food and, and I hope everyone had a good time. But I felt I really just failed at that too. I didn't put a whole lot of energy into it. It was last minute, I felt. And I didn't show any care. And, you know, I, I mean, we were there. We were having a good time. But... Um, I just, I, 
yeah, I could have done a lot better. I could have done a lot better to show that I care through putting the time into something that might have been very important to them, you know, or, you know, how, you know, think about those things. Like, okay, so we say we're going to do this Christmas party and everyone's getting excited and then it turns out to kind of, you know, not be as good as it could have been because you didn't put the energy into it. How does that reflect on you as an owner or um, as a person? Uh, Not very well, (laughs) you know, because it's important to them. And so again, um, I just kind of failed there, I think. And um, again, I I mean, I hope they had fun and and I I enjoyed spending some time with them outside of work. I want to do that more and I I need to make a better effort to do that. But um, so, yeah, yeah. And, And again, just lots of other little failures. I'm not going to go into everything. I could talk here for a couple hours just on that, but I do want to touch on another really big failure of mine. This is going to be my dumb as me for this week. Uh, and this might seem like a really simple like business 101 thing. And uh, for the people who are going to are thinking about starting a business or who have a business and aren't doing this, you have to start doing this. And this week I learned that, uh, that I have to start doing this. It shouldn't be a choice. Um, And I'll explain why. But the dumb as me is I, in my business, have never done background checks or drug testing. And I've always kind of trusted people right out the gate. I've always tried to see, you know, um, not like, I've always tried to give people the benefit of the doubt. And, and, um, I feel I've always like saw the best in people, like like how the the potential that they could have, and in most cases that's been I, I feel in a way a fault of mine because um, at least in business uh, it doesn't always seem to, to to turn out. You know, sometimes it can and and it could be really great. But um, this week we hired two new guys and uh, and. You know, we seem like nice guys, and we start working with them, and then we start learning all of these things uh, about them that uh, were really kind of concerning. Um, and, you know, it was just never spoken of or talked about in the beginning because we didn't set the platform for that. And, um, and I think some of the things we could have discovered if I had done a background check uh, you know, I would have found these things. Um, and because I didn't do that, what I've done is I've kind of created the situation where we've taken on these, the, the, you know, a person and given them hope of a, a job, a good, you know, well, hopefully a good job and um, a potentially good career. And now I kind of have to take that away, I feel, um, you know, because I didn't do my due diligence and I didn't do what I was supposed to do. Um, as a business owner. And and I've kind of, in a sense, put my employees in danger too, um, you know, and potentially my clients and all of that because I'm taking this person I really don't know and and throwing them out there with my employees and, and putting them in my clients' homes. And, um, and that's a huge failure on my part. Uh, and I've known that for a long time now that I need to be doing that. And, I, you know, I... I've made the attempt to try and do this several months ago um, with some hires and 
we live in a rural area and it was we ran into roadblock after roadblock it's really hard to do certain things in a rural area and this is one of them was was finding someone that could help us background checks and doing drug testing and all that kind of fun stuff and we kind of gave up uh, because we kept running into challenges versus doing what we were supposed to um, being responsible as a as a business owner and you know since then we just eh, it's too difficult we're not going to do it but this week really um i just said i'm done doing that i i don't care how difficult it is it's something i have to do because kind of going back to that care thing um i need to care about my employees and my family and doing that is making sure that they are safe and that I'm hearing what they are saying and, and listening to their concerns and making sure that their welfare and their well-being, um, you know, is, is being cared for. And, um, and I feel I've kind of endangered that to an extent this last week. I mean, nothing bad has happened, thankfully, but, um, but there's a lot of potential for it. Uh, and so now I got to, you know, step up and, and correct it. So, that's that's kind of my my dumb is me this week uh not doing background checks and drug tests so again if you uh if you aren't doing it please do it for the sake of your employees your family your clients um you know at least at least so you know what you're getting into whether you decide to hire them you know if they've got a bad history or whatever that you know it doesn't matter you just need to be aware really um and so that way you're, you know, and you need to feel confident moving forward with your decision. Um, so, I mean, I've hired, I've hired lots of people with bad histories and I'm a, I'm a true believer in giving people a second chance and, and I've seen it as that. And, you know, sometimes it, it works out for a little while. Sometimes it doesn't work out at all. Um, but you've got to know you, you really do. So please do it. It just, you know, if you're starting your business, if you're not doing it right now, do it because um, it's the it's the right thing to do for your business and for your employees and for your clients. So that's my dumb as me. Okay, moving on. We're gonna jump into this week's uh, business topic, which is the title of this episode: Why should you grow? So. Yeah, why should you grow your business? Um, and if you just start your business, this kind of um, this, this question here is something you should be asking yourself as well. Uh, the important thing about this question is the why. Uh, you know, why are you in business? Why are you trying to grow your business? Why do you want to start your business? Um, ask, your, ask yourself that right now. And, right, you know, if you're a business owner, again, you know, uh, or, or if you're trying to start a business, write it down. Uh, Ask yourself that question, write it down, and because it's really, really important to know why you're doing this. Um, you know, and there's a lot of reasons why um, someone can be starting a business or trying to grow their business or in business in general. Um, you know, it could be money, it could be uh, for a better opportunity, maybe for their family, or it could be to try and grow your business so that way, it, uh, you know, you can step away from it. Um, you know, there's lots, lots of reasons out there, but you need to know why. Um, and, you know, for those of you who you ask this question of yourself and the primary answer is, you know, to that is money. Um, 
I strongly encourage you to kind of rethink starting or growing your business. Um, because you know, running a business, a small business, is extremely difficult. There's a lot of pain involved. You're going to be posed with a lot of challenges and difficulties. And if your primary focus is money, um, I think it's going to be extremely hard for you. Not that you can't do it and make it happen, but um, I think I think you might lose sight of the important things along the way, and it could in turn not work out. So um, try and find another why, uh, you know, to coincide with that. I mean, when, when my wife and I uh, took over the business in 2019, money, you know, was, was a factor. I, to be honest, I've never been someone... Um, who's always wanted to make a lot of money. Um, I've always wanted to be comfortable in my life, but, uh, but yeah, so I think the main thing for us, the main why when we took over was I wanted to grow the business to the point where I could step away and spend more time with my family and, uh, pursue my other ventures and, and, uh, you know, be financially stable enough to support that. And, um, over the years, my why has actually changed, uh, especially I think in this last year. I think my why now is because I just want to help people. I want to provide for people. Um, that's really my why uh, now. And you know, with our industry, the chimney sweeping industry, you know, we're keeping people safe, keeping people warm. In my area that I have my business, um, there's not a lot of. Uh, there's not a lot of people doing what we do, and there's a huge need for it. And I mean, my business is so has has continued to grow with with our client base, and we've just gotten busier and busier and busier. I mean, we're we're booking into April right now, and it's December, and that's just that's nuts. And I and I hate it because we're not able to like serve the people that are in need. We can't serve them all because. Most of those people, you know, right now are calling in. They need emergencies. They need help now. Or, you know, we go out and do an inspection and we find some things wrong and then, you know, we can't fix it for several months. And it's like, man, that's just, that's not good customer service. And it just sucks. So that's that's one of my big reasons why I want to grow is so that way we can provide a better um, service for our clients and we can help more people instead of, saying, well, sorry, there's nothing I can do. Um, you know, I want to help those people in need. So that's kind of my big why. And, and another part of that, too, is help establish a business that provides good quality jobs and a good career path with growth. I think that's also a really important thing to me. And I, and I want to provide a, uh, or create and grow a business that supports its community as well. I feel I haven't really been able to do that yet, and that's something I really, really want to do. Um, but I feel I have to grow a little bit more before I kind of have the time or the resources to, to really start um, giving back to the community. Um, and I'm sure there's ways that I could probably do it now. I just I'm, I don't know how. Um, so anyways, that's, that's my why. And so... Again, why should you grow? Why, why start a business? Um, figure that out. You know, again, as I said, write it down. Um, and it'll help you make the right decisions for yourself and for your business if you understand why you're doing it. 
um, and you understand why. Uh, so that's kind of this week's topic is, is just why, you know, understand that, uh, figure that out. And I think that will probably help you more than, more than a lot of things is just understanding why you're doing what you're doing or about to do what you're going to do. Um, all right. So kind of moving on here. Um, let me see here. All right. So I'm going to talk about, uh, it's a sweep thing. So again, this is, this, it's a sweep thing. So that kind of phrase is something that an old employee and I kind of, kind of developed, uh, we would say that whenever we'd be doing something that was unique to the chimney sweep industry, or that was kind of, you know, um, something different, you know, something that we came up with or just a little trick or something that again, was just kind of unique to us, uh, as, as chimney sweeps. So, um, I thought it'd be kind of fun to just kind of share some things, um, that's unique about chimney sweeps. Um, so, um, this week I want to share, um, how unique chim- the chimney sweep industry is. Um, you know, not very many people know about, uh, chimney sweeps or think that we exist. I was actually just talking to someone last week who had listened to my podcast and she was just saying, I was just, you know, she, she had said, I was just saying that the chimney sweeps are, are a dying industry and, you know, because no one hears about them or really talks about them. I mean, sure, there's people out there that need them and are using them, but um, it's not like other industries. You know, everyone knows about an HVAC guy or an electrician or a plumber and everyone more or less needs those type of people, but not everyone needs a chimney sweep. Not everyone has a fireplace or a stove or a chimney. Um, and I think that's what makes us really unique um, is that we have this really niche kind of industry and it's, and it's really important. Um, you know, it, <laughs> I don't know how many times in the past, like, you know, I've, I've said, Oh yeah, what do, what do you do? And I'm like, Oh, well, I'm a, I'm a chimney sweep. And they're like, Oh yeah. Is that like Mary Poppins, you know? And I start singing the Chim Chim Cheru song, and it's like, no, it's really not that at all. We, um, you know, for those of that, for those of you that don't know, our industries, I feel, really important. Uh, I mean, we're we're helping people keep warm, uh, which I think is is a rudimentary thing to us. Um, you know, f- and we're to help keeping people safe. And I think actually that's the more important thing that so many people don't even realize that we are doing. Um, and I think it's kind of our job really, um, to explain that and educate, um, you know, uh, our clients and, and people in general that, you know, the, the primary job of a chimney sweep really is to make sure that, you know, their appliance or that their chimney is, is safe, you know, through doing inspections and so on and so forth. And it's so much more than just cleaning a chimney, uh, you know, and, and sweeping it out, even though there's a lot of chimney sweeps out there that that is all that they are doing and that is the primary focus and I will say that that's something that we did for years and years and years you know our, our primary thing was just sweeping the chimney sure we would do kind of an inspection and look at things but we weren't really doing it as well as we should have been and we've changed that over the last year um just with learning more um and taking classes and and really having more of a desire to to Again, you know, I had that mental shift of, okay, well, why am I here? I'm here to help people. I want to keep people safe. And so I got to learn how to do that. And so we've been doing a lot of that this year. Um, that's kind of, uh, I think, 
you know, what's what's unique about chimney sweeps is, um, you know, in a sense, other industry people like electricians and plumbers, they're keeping people safe too. But I mean, we're dealing with people building fires in their homes. I mean, just think about that for a second. That's just like, oh yeah, we've got this fire going right up, you know, through your through your house and next to maybe your bedroom and you know, toxic gases and stuff like that, that, that are going up the chimney and the flue. And it's like, it's really dangerous stuff. And so many people, I, I think, don't, uh, don't understand that. And so, um, anyways, it's, it's just kind of our job to, to bring that to light and to try and educate people. So that's just what I want to talk about this week. Um, what's unique about a chimney sweep, um, I've, I've got some other ones, too, that I want to share, but I wanted to start with that one because I feel it's really, really important to people that people understand how important chimney sweeps are. And, and the funny thing about the chimney sweep industry, too, again, as I was talking with my friend last week, is, uh, you know, she was saying it's a dying industry. It really isn't. It's quite the opposite. Um, I feel like our industry is growing a lot and has been these last uh, few years. Um, you know, businesses are getting bigger. Uh, there's more education opportunities. We're honing in on more certifications and the quality of those certifications. And, and you know, I think there's another really unique thing about our industry is that there's a lot of people that care and, and want to help people. It's not just about the money, you know. They they truly want to help people and keep people safe. And, and, um, and our industry is just... Yeah, it's extremely supportive of each other, too, which you don't really see in a lot of other industries either. You know, everyone's trying to help each other, you know, other businesses, competitors. Um, and, I, and I just, I'm learning to learn that more and more and, and appreciate that more and more. Um, you know, and I think that's what's really helping our business right now is the support in our industry. There's so many people out there that just want to help uh, others grow. Um, so, and in turn that leads to keeping more people safe and, and uh, safer. So, all right, uh, moving on to my PSA for the week. So um, I want to talk real quick since it's like one of my first podcasts. Uh, I mean, this is my second podcast, but I want to talk about what I've learned so far about podcasting. So it's just kind of for anyone in general who's thinking about starting a podcast. Um, I just want to say, do it. If you're thinking about it, just do it. Uh, just start. You know, um, we can get caught up in this. Oh, well, I don't, you know, if, if you've got the content, I think that's, that's important. You got to make sure you have the content and know what you want to talk about, but if you've got the content, just, just do it, just start it. I mean, that's kind of, kind of what I did. I, you know, um, I was just, I just kept coming up with excuses and I'm just like, oh man, I don't have, I really don't have the time. I shouldn't, I shouldn't really do this right now. Um, uh, it's good, you know, but I just did it. I just jumped into it and I just started doing it. Um, and I think that you got to really kind of do that with most things in your life. If, if you, if you want to do something, just start somewhere, you know, I mean, last week's podcast, it was not very well done in my opinion. The production of it was bad. The, the content, you know, was all over the place and, um, and I could have done a lot better. And I just, uh, I, but I had to do it, you know, you just do it, jump into it, start, uh, you know, I know that it's going to get better, so you just got to do it. All right, so some of the things I've learned so far, um, 
I want to uh, kind of give a little bit of a shout out to Jerry Eisenhower with the CVC uh, Success Group, you know, and his podcast. Uh, he shared some some knowledge with me that I want to share with you too. Um, again, his podcast is the Chimney and Fireplace Success Network. Um, and so so here's some, some information if you're going to start. So first, you do need to get a host. You need to get a podcast host. Um, I use Buzzsprout. There's a lot of... A lot of different ones out there online. Um, you sign up, it may cost some money depending on what you're planning on doing with your podcast. Um, but that's the first thing you need to do. Uh, content, obviously, is another really important thing. Make sure you got your content. Uh, excuse me. Um, and uh, you know, the next thing um, would be music. So you probably want to have some kind of intro music and, and outro music. Uh, do make sure that it's your own original music or that you get licensed music. So there's a lot of sites out there. Just Google it, type in, um, you know, podcast music. Uh, you are probably going to have to pay for it unless it's your original music. Um, but it's important because you could potentially get sued if you're using unlicensed music. So uh, it's very important to do that. Um, the next thing uh, is you're going to need some equipment. Um, you can seriously do this like just on your phone. Um, you can make it happen on your phone or you can use you know professional recording equipment. Uh, I'd recommend just hitting YouTube and, and watching some videos. There are tons of great videos on how to get a podcast started and what equipment you should use if you want to invest. But don't get caught up in that too much, just start it. You know, if you don't have recording equipment or anything, just use your phone in the beginning and then just kind of learn as you go and it'll progressively get better. But just just start it, get it out there. Um, so, yeah, and then the next thing is, um, you know, once you've got it recorded and all that kind of stuff, you're going to need to post it to all the various places. You got to get it out there, right? And that's where your um, podcast host kind of comes in and helps. Now, this was something that uh, I kind of, misunderstood in the beginning when I was setting mine up, I thought I would just have to sign up with this podcast host and then it would automatically post my podcast to all these different sites like Spotify and Google and Apple and iHeart or whatever else. And uh, it doesn't exactly do that. You still have to manually like create kind of like an account and sign up with those um, various platforms to get it posted there. So that's something going into it I wasn't aware of. And that took a lot of extra time on my end. So um, just be aware of that, that, you know, when you do start this, the initial setup is going to take a little bit of money. It is going to take a little bit of time, but just just do it. It's not that much money. And once you get it set up from there, it's a lot easier. Um, I, I feel it's pretty easy to kind of do um, to do this kind of production, or at least it can be. I mean, you can always overcomplicate it, uh, kind of like what I tend to do for myself, but it can be very, very easy. And if you need help, there's so many great videos on YouTube and, and whatnot out there um, that really know the ins and outs of podcasting. So, and recommend checking them out. All right. So this week's book, I was actually going to talk about uh, The E-Myth um, Revisited, which is one of the first business books I've ever read. Uh, and um, I decided to skip that one, though. I'm going to save that for another podcast. Because I want to talk about the book that I just finished. Um, this week, week's book was uh, that that I finished um, was the name of the book is Sharp Leadership and is by Carl Sharperson Jr. And this is a really really good book for 
anyone, even if you're not in business, I, I feel that this book can really help um, uh, help you grow as a person. I learned so much from this, um, just you know, from, uh, about leadership and management and how to just kind of be a better person. Um, it really kind of hit home for me, and I and I think one of the reasons why I did learn so much is that I don't feel I'm a very good leader or manager, and even though I kind of thought I was, again, this kind of ties in with I thought I was a good listener and I thought I, I cared or I was a caring person and all this kind of stuff. Well, you really don't know what you don't know until you know it, right? Um, you hear a lot of people say that. Uh, and it's and it's true. I didn't really know how bad of a manager or how bad of a leader I was because I just didn't know. I've never kind of been taught and I've never really provided the right resources for myself to start learning that stuff. And this book, man, was it really eye-opening. Um, there's just tons of really good information. I, I, I mean, I could talk a couple hours on this book, but um, I recommend getting it, reading it. It's, it's not a very long book uh, and it's just chock full of really great information. I learned about this book uh, listening to Chad Murray's um, Outside the Business Box podcast, uh, which if you're in the chimney industry or if you're uh, in business, um, I'd recommend going and checking that out. Uh, he's also a business coach, so if you need some um, help coaching, I'm just going to give him a little little shout out. Hit him up, uh, Chad Murray, um, and he's got a lot of really great advice. Uh, but anyways, he had... Um, Carl on as, as, uh, you know, um, he's kind of interviewing him and had him on his show on his podcast and, and it was a really great podcast find it out there. Uh, but that's, you know, I, he had a book and I'm like, all right, well, this is a good podcast. I'm going to get the book and, and I'm really glad I did. So, um, there's one quote in particular, uh, or section at, at this last chapter that I want to read for you. Um, hold on a minute. I got grabbed the book. I didn't have it ready. Okay, so yeah, there's a um, get to the end here. I got a place marked. So um, one of the I think the biggest things I learned out of this book was there's this paragraph in one in uh, in one of the sections of his last chapter, and uh, here it is. So the first step of preparation is to make sure that you have received the plan of salvation and have given your life to Jesus Christ, your savior. There's only one thing on this earth that we can do and everything else is a choice. One thing that I've never liked to hear from my kids is that they have to do something. To me, that is a cop-out and four-letter word that I don't like to hear, have. The only thing that we have to do is die. Everything else is a choice. Once you have your salvation and you know where you are going when you die, then you can prepare to live a full life on this earth. Walk in your purpose, love others, and be like Jesus. So even though let's dive into religion a bit, um, and I'm not really a religious person. Um, it's not, I mean, I have kind of my own personal faith. Uh, I'm not going to get into that too much, but but really what stuck out to me there in, in that paragraph was um, what he said about, well, the only have we, you know, we have in life is that we're going to die. 
everything else is a choice. And I think that is so true. We can choose to be happy. We can choose to be mad. We can choose to do good. We can choose to care for others. We can choose to develop and grow relationships, but it's our choice. Um, you know, if we're in a bad mood, that's our choice. Whatever affected us around it, we chose to be negative about that. So, um, again, so many great things in that book, but that one really kind of rung out to me. And, and even, I, th- I think it actually helped me this week a lot because it, I had such a difficult week with all of my failures and, and realizations as, as a person and what I wasn't doing. And that right there kind of, you know, okay, well, instead of choosing to kind of wallow in my self-pity and, and be um, upset about uh, upset with myself and, and discouraged and all of those things, all those negative things, I'm, I'm choosing to not do those things. I'm going to choose to be positive. I'm going to choose to accept the challenge and try and do better. Um, and I encourage all of you to do the same thing. You know, um, this life is short and uh, I think, I think we need to make choices for ourselves. Don't let others, you know, dictate our choices, make the choice for yourself. So it was a really great thing. So, all right, I'm going to end this real quick with goals. So this week I'm going to try and plan on, I'm going to try and, and, and work on caring more. And, and now that I understand what the definition of care is, I feel I'm better equipped to, to truly do that. Um, I'm going to try and listen better and listen more and try and prioritize the, the people I care for. Um, and I plan uh, on passing this along to my staff too. You know, we do weekly meetings in our business and um, I, I know a couple of them listen to this. So here, you know, get ready for this this week. But we're going to talk about caring a lot. Uh, we're going to talk about relationships and um, and the why too, you know, why are they here? Uh, I've kind of already started doing that with them, but, um, but that's going to be a big, big thing that we're going to work on this week. I want us to be on the same page. And I think it's important as a business owner to be on the same page with your employees and understand their whys, you know, so that way you can care for them better and help guide them better. So, um, but anyways, uh, I think that's it. I'm just going to wrap it up. Uh, hopefully this, all this, uh, information wasn't just another ramble and hopefully there was some things that hopefully inspired or, or maybe I could share that, that helped you. And, and I know it wasn't a whole lot about business this week, but, um, but I had to, to kind of share what has really been on my mind and I felt was really, really important. So I hope you all have a really good week. Thanks for listening again and we'll catch you next week. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye.